and Brit, Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. Hey, 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 it's the Brad and Britcast. Thanks for coming along with us again this day. Uh, we come with our usual agenda. <laughs> no. What? Which is what? What? What is our usual agenda? Uh, whatever that is. Yeah. Uh, here's my list. All right. I think we. I think we go back to the list. Uh, tears for Trump. Okay. Avoiding being Judge Cannon fodder. Aha. Uh-huh. Let the gambling begin. Mm-hmm. Who wants to be a dictator? Never, ever, ever, ever mail a check ever mm-hmm. again. And there's a little doubt that the price of Starbucks coffee is about to go up again. Jeez. For a reason, hmm. which, of course, is probably not true, but that's the only way I could figure out how to sneak the story in. Well, d- 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 just go with that one first, because don't don't leave All us right. hanging on that. All right. I did. I read somewhere that coffee, besides uh, either gold or diamonds, is the most expensive commodity on earth, or something like that. It's ridiculous. Uh, no, this has nothing to do with that. It has nothing to do with the price of ink for your printer. It's not one of those. So don't <laughs> even bother. Please do not sidetrack us on that. Those were the good old days. <laughs> Uh, this story broke Monday. I'm surprised that, well, I'm not surprised that anything has gotten squashed in the last couple of days because of, you know, who, and you know what, and this harkens back to a case from uh, 2018 Starbucks has to pay $25 million to the former regional manager who they can, because she is white. Oh, geez. That was what the jury ruled. On About Monday, time. a Woo-hoo. federal jury. Her name was Shannon Phillips, still is probably. She was <laughs> the person who oversaw a hundred Starbucks in four states. They canned her in the weeks after what Starbucks CEO Kevin Johnson, no longer CEO, because Howard Schultz is now back at the helm. He did what is called an Iger. <laughs> He's done a couple of Igers. He's come back twice. Anyway, uh, back then, the CEO, Kevin Johnson, called it a reprehensible incident at a Philadelphia location, April 2018. Two black men were waiting for a third person to show up at the Starbucks. They asked to use the bathroom without placing an order. They were refused. They were asked to leave. When I they think declined, I, remember I think I remember the story. You sure? Of course. It was, it was huge. When they yeah. declined, the manager called police. Yeah. The guys were arrested. So we had protests. This is when Starbucks closed all 8,000 U.S. stores yes. for racial bias training for a few yeah. days. And they changed their policy so that you were not required to purchase anything to use a store bathroom. So, in effect, Starbucks just became, you know, public bathrooms, which is what we all want. <clears throat> I don't know why they're any better than anybody else. I mean, that's why certain places exist. If you go take a pee, McDonald's or anywhere else. You know, it always used to bug me when when you're driving on the highway and you stop at a at a place and the bathroom would be locked and you had to ask for the key 
Yeah. Why did I hate that? I, I can't remember the last time that's that's ever happened, but probably somebody still does. Anyway, Miss Phillips was asked by a black supervisor. So this is somebody above her to suspend a white manager who oversaw some stores of Starbucks elsewhere in Philadelphia, but not the one where this all happened because of allegations that the man engaged in discriminatory conduct, according to the New York Times. Ms. Phillips says she resisted because she knew that the allegations were untrue. Right. And so they fired her for that. She said she was given no comment on her job performance, just that, and you'll love this. This is the best corporate speak ever after someone was fired. Ready? The situation is not recoverable. So she sued, and in the lawsuit, she said that Starbucks took steps to punish white employees who hadn't been involved in the arrests, but who worked in and around the city of Philadelphia in an effort to uh, convince the community that it had properly responded to the incident. Starbucks argued in court that Ms. Phillips had failed as a leader, but the manager of the Starbucks where the incident happened, his name is Paul Sykes, who promoted the employee who called the police, testified he'd faced no discipline. Oh, geez. (laughs) The black man argued his race protected him, while Phillips, being white, That was her downfall in the case. And the federal jury in New Jersey unanimously sided with her. And she said that Starbucks violated her federal civil rights and state laws against racial discrimination. They gave her 600 grand in compensatory damages and $25 million in punitive damages. And her lawyer wants another $3 million for past and future lost pay. Uh, Not his lost pay, but but. Her lost pay, pretty high-paid Starbucks employee, right? Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, and a million dollars to cover uh, his legal fees to be awarded at a later date. All right. So is this some kind of landmark case, or is this some kind of uh, outlier? Because on, on the surface... It just sounds like Starbucks is fucked up. Okay. It sounds like it. And it sounds like they got caught up in, I don't know, the the uh, the rather touchy racial politics of the city of Philadelphia. Not that it couldn't happen anywhere else. Could have been New York. Could have been Chicago. Could have been anywhere. Um, but does $25 million in punitive damages sound like a lot of money because it is and i understand even, i get even it even for starbucks i get it yeah. yeah yeah um and should we play the reverse game here if this was a black starbucks man i mean it's almost impossible to try to reverse all all the roles here would there have been the same kind of discrimination judgment made to a black person who had been described. I, I don't know. This this story confuses me. It kind of confuses me. She shouldn't have been fired, obviously. Yes, but it's going to be seen by those who, uh, you know, who are aggrieved, particularly Republicans, as, hey, it's about time. About time the white people in this country struck back. 
Right. Good for her. Good honor. Right. Right. Well, I I have heard no discussion of this yet yeah. in the usual places by the usual people with the usual prejudices and the usual laying of this story on top of everything that's ever happened in the history of race relations. Where and with a major, by the way, a major affirmative action case about to be decided in the next few days, probably the, the, uh, uh, this is the North Carolina and the uh, Harvard cases about admissions to college. Not that this is the same thing, but it's just, uh, I think it'll all get tied together here. We'll probably hear more about it. Hear more about it. Where do you usually go for your racist shit? I'm just curious. What's your go-to? When, when I <laughs> when I want to read the bottom feeding. Yeah. Well, you know, a good place to start to see the distribution on that is the Daily Mail. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, and and, and they will very often not do their own original reporting, but they'll report that someone said, someone on Twitter said this or uh, something like that. That's a good place because, you know, they've, they've got huge resources and they do, they go with uh, a lot of, a lot of stories like this. this is not where I, I first read this, but uh, I'm glad you asked that because you want to go to your best racist sources. I was uh, over. Okay, you're going to get a distorted view. You're going to get a distorted view of this. I just went over to Stormfront for a moment. I haven't been to that website in I know at least 10 years and I couldn't really find it over there, but I'm sure they'll post it at some point. Oh, I know. I know. Oh, it'll, it'll it'll happen. All right. Glad we uh, glad we started. Let's do tears for Trump. Let's do tears for Trump. Tears not for Trump. Mistaken, not to be mistaken with tears in heaven, which was a Eric Clapton acoustic hit there. What, what about tears for fears? They were good. What about that? Everybody wants to rule the world just like Trump does. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Too bad Dennis Miller ruined that song by using it as oh, that theme song on his show. He didn't ruin it. He ruined Get it. Get out. Get out. He ruined it. They're coming, by I the way. They're, they're, they're going to be in Raleigh this summer. They're going to be in Raleigh in July if you'd like to go. They're, st they're still getting it done? Still getting it done. I, I, there's a there's an album they have that's one of my favorite albums. It is The Seeds of Love. It's the one that came out after their big album. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, here you go. Um, this is the uh, Right Side Broadcasting Network. Oh, this is good shit. Uh, the Right Side Broadcasting Network... And I've watched them yeah. when, I've been when I've been desperate to find a Trump rally on a Saturday night that isn't being televised by any of the cables or even C-SPAN. You can always go to Newsmax, Right Side Network, One America, and they yeah. they run all the Trump shit. OK, and they've got these people whose uh, careers are hanging by a thread. This is it. This is their this is the last uh, stop on the uh, on the subway route. And then you know it just crash into the wall. There's there's nothing left. You go back to uh, you go back to waitressing at uh, Starbucks and discriminating against. You know, black <laughs> all right, all right. So uh, this is out in front of the courthouse in Miami yesterday with some blonde Stepford wife anchor person uh, interviewing uh, an older lady. And she is very, very distraught. Here you go. Quieter, um, a little quieter than what it was earlier. I want to bring in uh, a Trump supporter. She is here supporting the president. And you've been to many rallies. So you like to follow him and really show him that you have his back. 
I always have his back. I'm about to cry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. God. Yes, he's our president. You're loves emotionally America, disturbed. Loves the people of America. Oh, Jesus. And we have to fight. We have to help him and support him. All of this is lies from the deep of hell. Deep this of hell. From hell. Hell. Okay, we, it's evil. Yes, it's evil. We have the devil <laughs> reigning right now. <laughs> I just want to cry. <laughs> What is it about you that makes you cry? You you support him so much. You're always around. You're out here in the heat. Yeah. You travel. You follow him. Yeah. Mental illness. What is the most emotional part for you? The injustice that they're doing to him. The injustice that is happening in America. The injustice we don't have. Uh, I knew America back in 1962. Did you? I know America when it was John F. Kennedy. Yeah. So I know, and I cried when they killed him. Yeah. I was in second grade, and I cried, and I'm 70 years old now, and I still love this president, and I love Reagan, and I love this president. Let me tell you something. This will hopefully encourage you. President Trump is very strong. He likes to win. He wins a lot, and I don't know how he does what he does, but we're going to pull him through, and he's going to pull us through. So wipe those tears from your eyes. We'll be okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Who's, whose voice was more annoying there? The reporter who sounded like she was on Kicks Country 106 in Gadsden, Alabama, or that, that woman who if she who is roughly my mother's age, 70 it, yeah. yeah by, by the way let me just set the, the scene here for the yeah the reporter very attractive blonde I'm and sure. a i'm sure a, a a nice green dress with of course sleeveless yeah and uh the woman uh 70 years old but uh a pretty pretty attractive uh lady with long long white hair coming out from beneath her uh, make america great cap Again, no, it says Save America. I'm sorry. Save America. Save America. Save America. And she, she's wearing one of those uh, shirts that's uh, an American flag all the way. Uh, on her left shoulder are the the uh, blue stars, and on the yeah. right shoulder are the red and white stripes. It's a, I noted it's a beautiful a, scene. I noted a slight accent there, because uh, I think it was okay. – you, you were seeing – uh, the conservative Cuban community, especially in Miami-Dade, really turn out for the president. He went to a Cuban restaurant afterwards right. and, again, was hearing Dan Lebetard, who was Cuban himself and was uh, raised by someone who was exiled from Cuba, who immigrated from Cuba. Oh, then Lebetard must love Trump because they all do, you know, Britt. Well, as, they it, all turns love out, Trump. as oh. it turns out, uh, Lebetard was uh, decrying the stupid Cubans yeah. <laughs> that were protesting <laughs> On behalf they don't know Donald they don't realize Trump. no but if that's if that's your mother and she's yeah. on television weeping like that don't don't you try somehow to like slip a couple of antipsychotics into some applesauce or something i mean is there anything you can do no brit i think that's the definition of way too far gone no she's done to even be concerned about uh you're not gonna you're not gonna turn her around you can't attempt to turn her around. So you just you take all the sharp objects her. away. You put her in a, in a in like a padded room, yeah. and you go you but, go visit but, once a day. But but isn't the best news from from yesterday beyond the uh, actual uh, arraignment and charging and arrest? The fact that uh, there were only about three hundred people there on site. 
quote unquote oh, protesting because yeah. it, it it's one thing when there's a spontaneous outpouring of yeah. public support for you right because you are who you are what you are it's another thing when you beg for people to show up to support and nothing, you and, and nothing you happens yeah 300 yeah because uh, people realize it's a it's a fool's errand but that being said yeah um i really really left my seat late last night and threw in the towel after trump went back to new jersey and spoke in front of a backdrop that tried to make it look like he was speaking in front of the white house by the way i guess you couldn't help but notice that um and he used every bit of authoritarian stoking bullshit poking lying bullshit to set up what i think and pardon me for even saying this is his strategy okay and you know his his strategy is can i put one foot down on the floor the other foot down on the floor to get to the other side of the room where there's a bunch of big macs and french fries that's right i I understand he has a long-term thing that's it I need. I do need to address something that happened last night, and we can specifically break this down. Yeah. Because um, he did once again assert that the Presidential Records Act of 1978 gave him the right and the privilege to take anything that he wanted. To. Right. That's, now that's you all, know, you know, and I know, and, and the people who are listening probably know. But do you, do you know why? Because as it turns out, in this particular case. What he's quoting as the Presidential Records Act of 1978 goes in the 180-degree different opposite direction of what he's saying that it does. What well, was given wait, to him— That's and the what- first time he's ever done that, Britt. <laughs> that is the first time, and I'm sorry, he deserves a mulligan for— You know what? Somebody probably gave him bad information, Britt. He didn't mean to say it that <laughs> Any way. Any person that ever tries to assert what he asserted in a court of law— would be immediately thrown out of the courtroom, disbarred, and stripped naked and put in the square. Let me explain. What you have a right to as president to keep in terms of records are personal letters that you write to people. Hey, Jim and Martha, thank you for having me into your house Saturday night for the fundraiser for blah, blah, blah. Hey, Steve, I know this is the one-year anniversary of your kid dying in war. Uh, I'm blah, blah, blah. Those are yours, okay? Anything pertaining to an agency is not yours. Yeah. It belongs to the government. For example, we're, secret plans to bl- right. bomb Iran. Right. I know, well, you have to break this stuff down because people just say well, it and they but, don't but, know. But this is, people, this is the, people the watching us and listening to us, they, they already know that. They already know he's full of shit. <laughs> but, but they, they don't know do. why. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. They listen to us and they are smart and they already know these things because it's been repeated now ad nauseum 500 times in the last few weeks. And I guess that's going to be how the time is filled all the way for the next few years, repeating this. I mean, so we don't we don't have to go over over those details because it's it's so clear that the setup is all about delay, delay, delay. Can I get this trial through a bunch of motions that are going to be thrown out to this judge to play ball with me? Can I do that? Can I push it forward? Because all of the language he was using was 
kind of in its own way, just like he he used on January 6th at the rally before the march to the Capitol. Because, again, he reemphasized in so many ways that he must win in 2024. Of course, they're coming after me, but they're really coming after you. He threw that in. Yeah, that's But the one. reason he has to win, of course, is for himself to gain the next four years of immunity, which he never says. You'll notice he would never be so stupid to say that because I don't think most of people like that woman. Do you think that she's thinking the reason that Donald Trump just absolutely should win? He's so wonderful is so that he cannot get prosecuted for four years? No, she's not thinking that. She's not thinking that, and he doesn't have to say that to them. But we all know um, that it's true. We, we know that it's true. And there are so many things that were just so beyond. I will appoint a special prosecutor to go after the... Bu- Okay, presidents don't appoint manual prosecutors. But he could never say, I'm going to appoint an attorney general who will be so corrupt so that they will appoint a special prosecutor to go after Joe Biden no matter what, no matter how little evidence there is, no matter how obvious it is, that there is no $5 million bribe and there isn't 17 different recordings of Joe Biden accepting the money, all these kinds of things that do not exist, that Trump is telling his people he's going to get Joe Biden, and that's why he has to be elected president again. He's he's saying all these things, and that's what that's what I don't like. That's what I don't among other things. Um it's it's a mess and he's he's really now here's here's some i don't know if this is good news or or bad news um but we do have a way out around judge cannon apparently it's possible and uh this is courtesy of andrew weissman you know the prosecutor and the Mueller case he was the number one prosecutor and he's on msnbc uh 21 hours a day now rightfully so because he knows the stuff and ryan goodman who is also uh a heavyweight from the justice department and beyond they got together they wrote a column in the atlantic saying that because trump committed these additional crimes up in new jersey they could charge him up there mm-hmm. especially right. that take that recording that the they recording. have of him yes that happened right. in jersey exactly the preponderance uh, of the crimes did happen at mar-a-lago but that certainly did happen in jersey for sure right right uh let's see trump's bed mr comment as described in the indictment appears to fit the description of the two federal offenses designed to keep the security of what bedroom communicate there are more serious crimes, willful retention, deliberate. Smith could have charged Trump in Florida, allegedly for crimes he committed in New Jersey, but the Supreme Court could have decided that wasn't the proper venue. So it's possible they're holding back the dissemination charge in the event that the Mar-a-Lago case falls apart and Judge Cannon does all the bidding. 
that Donald Trump wants him to do and all the delaying. So let's put that in your back pocket and and keep that in place. Um, the weight of the evidence is so great and the pressure on this judge to not be as corrupt and as biased as she was a few months ago. And I know you don't turn around a corrupt, biased judge in three I understand that. But this judge does have choices. And I would hope, I would think, I would pray that she is more fearful of being sanctioned again by the appeals court above her and by legal public opinion from A to Z, everyone, and possibly maybe setting up her own impeachment, right? Well, I would think she'd be more afraid of that than a few bad, mean messages that'll be put out by Donald Trump if she actually rules correctly and, for instance, doesn't throw out all of the evidence that was uh, gathered following the subpoena, which she theoretically could rule. The subpoena was not valid. There should have never been any any uh, inspection of Trump's premises, and therefore everything gathered at said premises is not allowed to be used in a... Tra- she could, I guess, theoretically, throw it all out. Now, if she is more concerned that if she doesn't do that and follows the rules as they should be followed, and you got to believe that Jack Smith and that team of Cracker Jack federal prosecutors, they did dot every I, and they did cross every T. They didn't just fall off the turnip truck. They're not like the bimbo lawyers that Donald Trump picks out of a beauty contest lineup who lasts for about a minute, and then they leave. They know what they're doing. So that's what you have to hope for, that, that she realizes what's truly at stake and it's not her reputation with one person playing for an audience of one how many times have we heard audience of one in the last six years a million times to think this would happen at this moment at the very end of the trail here an audience of one the judge playing to the defendant the audience of one to inappropriately and illegally make rulings to wreck the case, we'll see. Well, Jack, and we'll Jack see. Smith and Jack Smith's very aware of his his possible the possibility of opening yeah. up charges in New Jersey for sure. Right, right, yeah. He's not going to find this out just by hearing us talk about no, it. No, no, he's he's, he's he's a pretty smart guy. I'm, I'm looking now at the New York Times analysis. Judge Cannon has apparently presided over four cases in her life, totaling 14 trial days. What? Yeah. Before she was appointed to the bench. After Donald Trump lost the election, I'll remind everyone she had never oh, tried so a she, case. Wait, so she was she was appointed? Yeah, after November in, the, in, in, yeah. the, in the lame duck period. Correct, that's correct. Holy, you, you know what? You'd almost think that that he appointed her in South Florida, thinking that yeah, this he would might need a judge in South Florida to save his correct. bacon at the time, not knowing what was ahead. You would you might even think that. I wouldn't give him that much credit for being that smart because he's a piece of shit. A Bloomberg Law Database lists 224 criminal cases that were assigned to her, 224. 
A New York Times review of those cases identified one, two, three, four that went to trial. Each was a relatively routine matter, like a felon who was charged with illegally possessing a gun. In all, the cases added up to 14, one, four trial days. She has been a lawyer for two weeks. She, two weeks. She had, even she had been when, when two weeks, she no, 14 days, 14 days is two weeks. She's been a lawyer. She's, she's, she's been a judge for my fault, my bad. two weeks. And now she is about to preside over the trial. The first trial of a president. She's been a judge. Well, Britt, for that's what's great about America. You know, we <laughs> give the young people a chance to pick up real life experience. And, and, and this is really going to stand her in good stead uh, in the future. It's uh, it, it's trial by fire. I mean, wasn't, wasn't uh, George Washington, you know, a very, very young man when he led the, yeah. you know, yeah. so Brent, let, let, let's, you know, wasn't John F. Kennedy 20 on PT 109 when he led those men. So let's be fair. Let's be fair here. God, good. Just somebody smack me. Would you just smack me? She's been a judge for 14 days yeah. of her All life. Right. Yeah. Uh, last night on Fox, while Trump was speaking, a graphic went up at the bottom of the screen for 27 seconds, 27 seconds, and it was beneath a split screen. It was Trump speaking in New Jersey on the right yeah. side, and it was Joe Biden speaking from the White House. Right on the left side at the same time. And at the bottom of the screen in the giant Fox banner graphic, it said wannabe dictator speaks at the white house after having his political rival arrested. Right. 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 So guess what? There was what we call a little bit of blowback, just a little bit of blowback on that one. Even, even for the bullshit of Fox, they got, killed for it and they got killed for it so much that they actually came out this day this is wednesday as we speak this was tuesday night and said that uh was not a great idea here's the statement from the fox spokesperson to the washington post We're the chiron was taken down immediately and was addressed oh yeah that's that's as close to uh, an admission mm. that maybe it shouldn't have been oh, yeah. put up there as possible. Now, of course, technically, part of it was true, right? Because um, there, there, there was a wannabe dictator speaking on the screen, <laughs> Correct. except it was, it was the one on the right side of the screen. <laughs> Not at the White House, the, the one country. who wasn't at the White House. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but it was, that was never going to play that way. So they've, they've gone through uh, some of the... Uh, other great graphics that they put up on the screen in recent times and, and in other times. And it turns out, which I didn't realize this, I assumed it was true that each show gets to do whatever the fuck they want. It isn't like oh, there's some, good. There, there isn't wait, there isn't some master uh, uh, room yeah. that handles all the shows. It's not like the NBA where they all sit in one room to watch replays to, to see if it was a real foul. Okay. Jesus. Not like that at all. All right. So earlier, before the one about uh, a wannabe dictator, 
there was a graphic that said, soon Donald Trump speaks after being targeted by Biden's Department of Justice. That was a nice yeah, one. Yeah. And uh, earlier than that, they did a segment on Jack Smith, the special counsel, and the chyron at the bottom of the screen read, a look at the man who's out to get Trump. Also, here was another one. Shameful Hillary gloats about her emails as Trump is arraigned in Miami. <laughs> on it goes. On it goes. So, well, I'm, I'm sure whoever did it. There's a, was, bunch, there's a be, bunch more, but you get the idea. I, the person who's responsible is probably going to be punished, I would think, for pretty severely. No, I think the person who that's going to get promoted <laughs> probably to to head of graphic. Because remember, when you do anything wrong, when you do anything bad, when you when you lie in Trump world and in Fox world, you get promoted. Unless there's a major lawsuit to the tune of seven hundred eighty-seven million dollars, then that, that might change uh, your behavior temporarily. But as you can see, they are they are not chastened. Now, I have a theory here yeah. because I'm going to match that up, their coverage. And by the way, the uh, the other two news networks uh, did not run Trump's thing live. And that what a fake what a fake uh, controversy that is. Why didn't they run? You know, that was newsworthy. They should have run those. They yeah, covered sure. everything all day long. Sure. So weren't they? Obli- Fuck that. It wasn't just propaganda, bullshit and false information, by the way. Lies. Yeah. Right, because if they run it, right, exactly. So so good news, that means that Chris Licht is gone from CNN. Because in the Chris Licht era, would they not have run that speech, Britt? Of course they would have. Maybe. Of course they would have. They, the they gave the guy a, a town hall. Of course yeah, they would have run his speech. Af- after that, Chris Licht realized he'd really fucked up, and he went the other well, direction. But it was too late. But it was too late. It was. It was, it was, it was, it was too late. But, but if you couple Fox's behavior – on arraignment day and arraignment evening, just kind of losing the fake discipline that they bizarrely have within their own realm. Well, think about this. Let me finish. The news this week that they lost the primetime ratings race to MSNBC for the first time in two years. It It was bad enough that they were losing audience to Newsmax or One America Network right. after the call for errors. That was bad enough. But but they figured out if they just went back into the tank for Trump as quickly as possible, they could recover that particular audience. Now, this week, they get the bad news that people apparently want to get the truth about the charges and the arraignment. And what Donald Trump is doing to this country. Oh, you're not going to get that on Fox. And apparently enough of them gravitated away from Fox, not necessarily directly over to MSNBC or to CNN. They might have gone to the crazier networks again. So Fox said on arraignment day, we're going all in. We're going to go fucking all in. We're, we're going to talk about that dictator at the White House making a speech. We're going to lose our minds. I well, they have to. Yeah, this is this scared. is part of post. They are this scared. Is, yeah, this yeah. is post Tucker Fox News. I got to kind of got to regain those bona fides, right? And you can't. <laughs> you can't. 
You we can, can be as be, we can be as crazy as newsbacks. We can be as we could be as crazy as come on, give us another it. chance. I could do it. Yeah. I could be I could be just exactly the same kind of right wing asshole that they have on the right side broadcasting network. Just give me a chance, baby. Yeah, give I mean, me I one guess more tec- shot. Yeah, I mean, technically they could could do it, but um that'd be a it'll be a very, very painful couple of years coming up for this country. That's all I can all I can say, you, you know what what this is like. I, when 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 someone is held captive for years and years and years and years, they're hidden away, and they're starved, and they're not allowed to go outside, mm-hmm. and their life is, and, and then suddenly they're rescued, uh, like that that uh, blonde girl out in Utah. What was her name? Smart. Yeah, Elizabeth Smart. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she was held for what was that like ten years or something? Whatever it yeah, was, long time. And it's impossible to imagine what that was like in year two or year three or year four. You don't ever think you're going to come out of it because it just never stops, right? Mm-hmm. I feel that's what the country is in right now with Trump. We're, we're, we are stuck in this horrible box of insanity, of lies, of denial. And we can't get out of it. And we can't get out of it by not talking about it. We can't get out of it by talking about it. We just have to wait to be rescued. And in the case of this, it'll be when Trump dies. He has to be dead. That will help a lot. Um, That won't end it, but it would help a lot. Will his losing the next election in 2024, were he to be the nominee, would that end it? No, because he has laid the foundation for already saying what he said for the last seven years on steroids, which is I never can lose because if I do, it's because they cheated and you got cheated out of the victory. Not me, you, my people. The only way I can lose and yeah, he threw in a whole bunch of garbage like that on Tuesday night. I mean, if he repeats one more time that, you know, he got more votes than any other incumbent president oh. ever. How is it possible that I could have lost the election? That's not possible, right? And you just leave out the second part of the of the thought, which is, yeah, but the problem is the other guy got you know, more. eight million more votes than you yeah. who got more votes than any other incumbent president you also, don't want to throw you, that in there that would also mess in, it up. Tw- in 2016 you got less votes than the person who quote unquote lost the election can't i uh, can't bring that up yeah bring that up not allowed not allowed <laughs> to mention that no no right right if, if you didn't know better i i would love to see a survey like this done among the trump core which is was Donald Trump's win in 2016 that gained him the presidency, was that a close race or did he crush Hillary Clinton or you know some other? And I guarantee you, I guarantee you that Trump's folks think that he blew her out of the water. He just kicked her ass. Right. He th- they think that he got 20 million more popular votes than, than she did. Don't you think that's that's what they think? Because he's probably so. He's lied to them about this so many times over and over and over again. So the setup is is here. I mean, if you game this out, 
And they're able to, to delay this and the other indictments come down and they have to coordinate with each other. And there has to be some spacing in between the January 6th charges coming out of Jack Smith and the Atlanta charges coming out of uh, Fonnie Willis over trying to overturn the election specifically in Georgia with fake electors and find me the votes and all those things. If they have to space all that out and Trump is truly a crippled candidate who's been able to win in these primaries because the Republicans set this shit up so that it's winner take all. That's the problem. He only has to get 30% of votes in Iowa or anywhere else, and he wins the primary because they split Mm -hmm. among all these other people who Mm -hmm. refuse to get out, and they will refuse to get out. I think they're not going to do. This is the difference between Republicans and Democrats. Remember, Joe Biden was in deep uh, doo-doo after Iowa and New Hampshire, and it wasn't until he went to South Carolina. Right. Right. And uh, got the endorsement of James, uh, um, you know, the congressman there. What the hell's his last name? Can't remember. You know who he is. You know yeah. who he is. Um, and he that won. Turned it around. And with, within a few days, all the other candidates dropped out. They all said, you got it. It's yours. It's That's obvious. Right. That's right. That's not going to happen with Trump. No. And the Republicans. There's no way. Well, Vivek Ramaswamy was is trying to be the guy that's like, well, if for some reason Trump drops out or if, if he can't because of the court case or he goes to jail, don't worry. I'm your alternative and I will free him. I, I, I'm that guy. I've got a pledge saying that I will free him and I will pardon him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love this one. You know, all the other candidates need to make the pledge that they will yeah. pardon Trump. Good luck. Good luck with running on that one, uh, because if. This narrows down to a 100% referendum, 100% referendum on the freedom of Donald Trump through election or the freedom of Donald Trump through the election of someone else while Donald Trump is being tried and convicted in these different venues, I think Joe Biden can go out and get a nice box of cigars and start lighting them up right now because there's no way that that's going to be a successful campaign. If the campaign is about nothing else but the the freedom of Donald Trump to roam America and stalk us for the rest of his life because he it the Democrats will win and they will win the house they will win the Senate I don't, I don't know. I don't know if you agree with that, but uh, that's just not a winning strategy. And you can would, see, yeah. yeah, you can see some uh, other members of the House are starting to jump off the train. They're starting to speak. They've read the indictment. They know that it's legit. And even though they pepper their, you know, this is really serious stuff. And uh, if Donald Trump gets convicted of this, I don't think I could support him. Uh, now, the Justice Department is out of control, and this is a selective prosecution, but they do throw that in. But still, still, the, the, they're inching off of the starting line a little bit, a little bit at a time. And uh, he's, in, he's in deep shit. 
You, you hear what John Kelly said? What did he say? His, his uh, chief of staff, General mm-hmm. Kelly. He said, Trump is scared shitless right now. And, and those true. were the words that he used. I think he that's said, true. Said, right. And, and all the bravado, all the bullshit, all the rallies, all of the, that's, that that's total covering up for what's going on inside of him. And by the way, I know you can't equate this with anything because we've seen it at different times under different circumstances. But the fact that Milani was 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 shopping for shoes in Manhattan during the arraignment. Now, what the hell does that tell you? I don't know. The, the, the fact that not one member of his family was seen with him. What? what I mean, even fucking Don Jr. wasn't with him? Are, are you kidding? It, seemed, it would seem like a, a marketing opportunity that was lost. Uh, for Don Jr. Well, or he was well, below. I'm not sure. It, it was a fundraiser for Trump on Tuesday night with that Correct. speech. There's no doubt about that. Correct. Uh, and, and and so, Britt, how much did you send? Oh, at least twenty. I mean, I... twenty thousand. I sent thirty thousand. That's what you meant. The breaking news on this day, and I know you're getting the alerts now. The Fed has decided to pause a rate hike. Uh, for the first time in 15 months, they have said it's not necessarily over and they can reserve the right to go ahead and start uh, resuming the rate hikes in the future. Um, right now, I'm looking at the markets. They have not really reacted so much to this kind of a down day uh, on Wall Street so far. The Dow's down 1%. The S&P's down half a percentage point. Your instant analysis on the Fed pausing rate hikes, Brad. Britt, was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? 